0: go episode 18 how's it going Dan it's going pretty good how about you I'm doing okay doing okay it's always fun to record these podcasts yeah I think we're gonna have to get you the whole Joe Rogan set up here pretty soon Keep oh going. I wish man you mean like a whole building with my own studio yes <laughs> the American flag the cigars the weed everything oh man I would love my own cigars that would be cool yeah, I just need I still need a humidor yeah I've always wanted one of those stand-up humidors with like the light in the top <laughs> <laughs> you know? So it shines light on all your fancy cigars. Yeah. But I don't know. My brother uh at Christmas, he actually got me a set of the crystal glasses with the yeah? decanter. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta I gotta pick a good whiskey to put in there.
1: Aren't you uh aren't you making some still?
0: Yeah, we are. Yeah.
1: We gotta get on that.
0: I mean yeah, me and my dad were actually uh we're putting it together right now. He uh did a run the other day. Um so we got in and, and honestly it's it's just a sugar run, just some clear ass like moonshine, just regular ass vodka. So there's no like fancy flavors or nothing on this one. But um uh I think he used mostly just just uh sugar on that one. But um we have one that we're gonna um distill up soon. That's corn and barley. Well it's corn and barley extract, but yeah. still the barley flavor. But it's gonna be pretty good.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I think I tried one of the ones that you guys made. It was pretty damn good, strong as hell. So I'm um, yeah. I want I want you guys to get going on that because that'd be cool to slap.
0: Well, we can put those almost yeah. to like any proof we want. Like, yes. honestly, like if you if you uh, <laughs> distill it twice, like you're looking at like shit that you're not supposed to drink. Unregulated. You know? <laughs> well, yeah, it's all unregulated. That's that's partially why. It's yes. un, it's it's regulated so carefully <laughs> because it's really easy to make dangerous alcohol and start going <laughs> fucking blind. But uh, yeah, you have to know how much you take off the, the first part of the run, because like when it when the first part of the run, it burns like really hot. And like, do you get all the methanol all yeah. the stuff you're not supposed to fucking drink the shit that literally rots your optic nerves <laughs> like <laughs> the shit that makes you <laughs> go blind? So like, yeah, you have to know like take a jar of that and just toss it, yeah or fuel, you could use it to like light some fires. that'd be dope, Molotov cocktail, yeah, with the heads off a of moonshine run, <laughs> perfect, perfect, well,
1: yeah, weren't you guys messing around with like uh apple like an apple pie flavor or something like that? weren't you doing something?
0: yeah, we did we did an apple pie flavor one smells so pretty good it, it was uh dangerously delicious, yeah like, way too good.
1: that's the best kind of liquor though
0: it sucks cause, like doesn't suck, I guess, depending on who you are asking. But when when we finished it, it was like one hundred and forty proof or something. Jesus, like it was like stupid high alcohol level. It's like, oh my god, we can't give this out to people. You like start we, your parties we off, had with to cut that. it down. Like, I'm, I don't <laughs> want to hand out anything that's that's under or that's over like hundred. I would feel uncomfortable with that.
1: What you do is have you ever played extreme beer pong where you have like 30 cups set up and the center cup is a shot of liquor and you're just bouncing the ball off the wall and if it no. lands in the liquor cup then that person has to drink that cup plus all the cups touching it. Oh wow. You could do one one cup of that in the center. That'd be fucking brutal.
0: Yeah, maybe. I mean, there's there's other games you could play, but I wouldn't want to play with that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> This, that's yes. way too strong, man. Like, I don't know. Probably shouldn't be talking about it too much on this podcast, but I guess it's a little too late, huh? <laughs> yeah, what are they, they going to do? Nobody's going to do shit. They're going to exactly. ask me for samples is what they're going to do. Exactly. I'm, I'm
1: trying to help promote it for you.
0: <laughs> There's no promotion. It's a not for sale. It's a hobby. <laughs> this is like this podcast. It's not for sale either. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, so, um, Cyter's doing a show soon, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. May 28th. It's, uh, what? Like less than two weeks away now.
0: Yeah. Who are you playing with?
1: Uh, Sectus, uh, Flotsam, Jetsam's headlining it. Then it's going to be Sectus, then us. Um.
0: Sectus? Those guys play a lot. Yeah.
1: They're, they're all over the place. And then there's also, um, the Averis and the
0: other one. I can't remember.
1: Sorry. I can't remember the other. That's okay. Band. Look it up, man. Um, I got it right here on my phone. Actually. Uh, show and tell. That was the other one. Yep. Okay. Um, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing Avarist correctly or not, but. Avarist. Avarist.
0: I don't know. I'm guessing too.
1: I'm sure they hate that because I know we always hated that when we were in Arknut. It People dude? pronouncing if, or if you... mispronouncing our name.
0: Yeah. That's why you went with sitera because... Yeah. We
1: needed something that was pretty straightforward. Yeah. Because we were kind of sick of the whole Archnut.
0: Hey, man. You do it once. Thing. Yeah. You, you make a name that nobody can pronounce. And then, and you, then only you realize do the it mistake. Once. Yep. But. I mean it's not really a mistake if it means something, you know. You
1: know what though? Like I've I've mispronounced names of big bands too and um I mean everybody eventually you learn the proper pronunciation of it and yeah. It's no longer a thing. But it I just be... I guess we never really got to that that point, I guess. Yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Um there's uh I mean there's there's always that saying like any publicity is good publicity. So it's like yeah, you know, somebody's like, Oh hot and then like Oh no, it's actually Arcanaut. You know, if you like correct them, like they'll remember it mm-hmm. maybe a little more. They'll remember the interaction, like, oh, that guy was a fucking prick. On. If,
1: if somebody else hears, <laughs> even if they hear the name Archonaut, if somebody who doesn't know us saw that name, they would automatically probably assume the same pronunciation and they it's still recognition for the band itself. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's
0: hard to mistake that. But. Yeah. Those who know, know it's pronounced <laughs> Arcanaut. It's just funny because you'd have, <laughs> I remember we went to California that one time and uh the the opening band for for our band went up and he's like oh and the next up here we go we got Archonaut coming up and we got on we're like it's actually (laughs) archanaut here's here's your first you you have to correct him like (laughs) he should not be the one introducing you guys he he probably
1: should at least asked us how to pronounce it he was
0: talking a lot yeah he was. i wish i could remember his band name i feel bad now
1: I, it's hard um, for me to remember which time that was because of how many times we we, well, it was we at, went out of state. No, so I remember times exactly what year. time it
0: was. It was at the Bancroft. They had a giant cock painted on the wall, a chicken, a male chicken, and it was uh, a. <laughs> <laughs> <and> the <laughs> two local bands before us were pretty good. Like they had high energy. And then you guys, Arcanaut, went up, and it it was way higher. Like you know, like Arcanaut is like one of the highest energy bands that was. On each bill yeah you guys just wrote your songs that way that's just Mm -hmm. how it was and um then the next bands that went on were like these like core band like Mm -hmm. core my metalcore kind of bands like kind of chanty chuggy kind of and the whole audience was like they're already like way beyond that they're way past it already yeah you know so those bands go on and the energy was just went like way a little bit lower (laughs) (laughs) everybody was like oh this is what the headliner is. Like, they were ready for a headliner even even stronger, even better. And it's yeah. like, it didn't happen. Yeah, Well,
1: and we were... People literally we were left. Exhausting <laughs> exhausting people, too, when we would go on. They would get all tired out. And by the oh, yeah. time the headliner comes on, they're done. They're
0: yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, that would happen, too. It's just like, I don't know. It, it was often that you guys yeah. sounded like you were the headliner. And then the headliner would go up and, like below it Mm -hmm. just (laughs) not bring the same energy there's there's definitely been times that we've
1: even done that uh, locally like a club red oh yeah Uh, there'll be a national touring act that would come on and you know we were i don't know, we didn't do things the right way back then we would just uh play a show pack up and go home and not even stay for the rest of it you know and we would hear words of people that like our friends that would stay behind and they'd be like oh yeah everybody left after you guys were done like even <laughs> even for the headlining band there's nobody there anymore it's so, so bad yeah so it's,
0: yeah it's not i don't know if that's a good reputation to have i don't
1: think so it is i don't like, i don't i don't think it it's is.
0: impressive on paper yeah i like, mean but... it, made, it made us
1: feel good but at the same time it's like damn i wouldn't want that to happen to us <laughs>
0: yeah that's hard yeah yeah that's like i don't know man
1: but it's kinda of like one of those reversal things, you know, where it's like uh blue oyster cult and kiss, you know, kiss opening for blue oyster cult, and then the year later, blue oyster cult opening for kiss. It's kinda of one of those things, so
0: yeah, that's funny. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Well, uh I mean this is gonna be your uh your band's first show as Cytera. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's it's all the same dudes, but Yeah, minus it's, one. Uh, yeah, minus one. But um yeah, it's gonna be Cytera's first show, so it's gonna be exciting. Yeah he's going to see Louise singing.
1: Oh, you guys. you have <laughs> no idea what what's coming actually.
0: Oh, Louise sounds crazy.
1: No, it's I mean, it's honestly um I don't know if I had any necessarily any doubts as far as Louise being front man, but it was just something that we hadn't done yet cuz obviously he's always done backups, but it's, you know, doing backups is different than full-on going all out, you know, being front man. So, uh having the endurance and um, just to keep going, you know, and doing full vocals through an entire song, I think. Uh, I wasn't sure if he was exactly ready for that, but he's yeah. proving me way wrong.
0: Well, I mean, I know that he, he like, when I would talk with him about music and stuff, he would always talk about how he's, like, really trying to get into his vocals more than anything else. Yeah. And <clears throat> every time I would sit down and talk to him about the guitars or whatever, whatever he's writing, and um, he would just want to talk about singing. Like yeah. vocals and like yeah. how he he likes like writing new lyrics and new vocals and how he wants to be more of a part of that like even mm-hmm. back in Arcanot, he would talk about that all the time like yeah. how he really wanted to push to be like a bigger part of like the lyrics and vocals and yeah how he wanted those to be more important in the band in general and uh like now he's finally got a shot man yeah it's cool
1: and that's funny because uh, I thought we were gonna kind of become like another system of a down almost in Arcana. I thought he was gonna really start taking on a lot more vocal parts in Arcanaut, because I, I think that's what he wanted. Yeah, uh, that was tough. Yeah, it was it was definitely <laughs> tough, and we I, it obviously never got to that point. But I think uh, I think if it kept going, we might have seen that happen. But um, I don't know. It would have been interesting to see if he would have put the guitar down even then,
0: you know, to for a song or two.
1: Yeah, or even, even, like, permanently to kind of be, like, a, a dual vocalist band, you know, or maybe even find somebody else to fill in guitar on his part. I like
0: think that's, that's hard to do unless you have, like, two vocal styles that are, like, drastically different. Like, The Who. Yeah. Like they do that kind of dual vocalist thing. Um, but, I don't know. I feel like maybe... I could seem like putting down his guitar for a little bit, but a whole set of two vocalists... I would raise an eyebrow. Yeah, there. I'd I be like, uh, who are these I, dudes? I think like, it could be done right, but we just haven't seen it yet. You would need more other band members. It'd have to be like Slipknot with two vocalists. Like you wouldn't have you I'm actually surprised Slipknot didn't go that way with how many members they had in their band. With Corey Taylor. Yeah, you at least he's gonna, at least like You think a backup he's gonna let somebody else probably not. He's got sing. too much of an ego.
1: <laughs> 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 but it would have been kind of interesting to see how that band would have changed if maybe they had like a backup vocalist or even somebody that did like uh, you know a, like a 60-40 split yeah. on vocals or something
0: or they did like a crossover with lincoln park
1: oh yeah <laughs> <Like> <laughs> chester, the, lincoln, the lincoln park of heavy chester metal
0: bennington on a slipknot album yeah <laughs> that might actually have been cool <laughs> well uh i mean I,
1: I think it probably could have been because like lincoln or um chester bennington he did that uh song with mark morton for mark morton's solo album and that shit was dope because originally when i heard that i was like you're gonna like mark morton of lamb of god is gonna do a song with fucking chester bennington that sounds weird But that song ended up being fucking badass. Artists, man. Yeah, and I think it was the last song he recorded before he passed too. So Hmm. it ended up being pretty, pretty badass.
0: That's cool. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm all about like hearing what artists can do together and collaborate. Yeah, it's it's when it it's like a collaboration that's based on hype. It's just like two celebrities that do something. Yeah, it's just like like the the David Hasselhoff metal album. I listened to that and I was like, "Oh my god, this is dumb." It's not. It's not like a collaboration. I guess that might be a bad example, but it's like gimmicky hype shit like that. I just like. Ugh, there
1: was a, like there was that. a lot of buzz around that.
0: I know it's so dumb. Like it was obviously like marketed hype. Like <laughs> it was not. It wasn't good. Like. I, I, I had to check it out. I had to see what all yeah, the Yeah, everyone was should, about. I checked it I looked oh it up too. I was like, what, David Hasselhoff has a metal album? What is this? <laughs> like it, was,
1: it was good in its in its
0: own way, I guess. Yeah. It but... sounded like a David Hasselhoff metal album. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Exactly what
1: you would expect from David Hasselhoff. Like, think of
0: Knight Rider, but metal. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Jeez. <laughs> but um so uh what else is Cytara doing after the show? you guys got anything lined up or um... um
1: we sort of have something in the works um with a couple local bands we're trying to throw like another local show together uh probably for July early July Oh nice that's cool Um I'll keep an eye out for I that I can't I can't really confirm what bands are going to be on it just yet or no, who it's through or anything like that but
0: I am if you guys are like focused on like local or like live stuff or if you're if you're working on like more music or uh um Yeah so uh we obviously
1: you know, we only have this one EP out right now. Uh, it's got three songs on it, uh, and obviously that's not enough for a show. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm sure people are probably wondering like, what other songs are we gonna be playing for the show? And uh, we got technically a second EP already in the works that we're gonna be nice early, I guess, revealing to people because we're gonna be playing them for this show too.
0: That's good. I like that shit.
1: Yeah. So we have like another four or five song EP that's coming right after this one, and awesome. then uh, so we're gonna probably get recording on that. Actually, I could probably start recording that now, even... Just because we have those songs done and down already, obviously, because we're going to be playing them. Um, and Luis has been coming in clutch with the vocals and getting lyrics done and stuff like that. I think he's got one song that he's about... He's got, like, one song left that he's got about half the vocals for. So we're we're making pretty good progress on that. So I think by the time this show's done, we're going to be ready to release another EP here shortly. And then... Awesome. Yeah. We, we actually got, like, two... Two other EPs in the works, so we got that one, and then we got another one that nobody has heard of yet. So,
0: no, that's good. Got a material coming. Yeah, a lot, lot of, a lot of
1: material coming. Awesome.
0: Yeah, it's uh if, if anyone is uh listening and wondering, you know, what Luis actually sounds like, he's on in the intro. Yes, His intro yep. to the podcast sounds really good. <laughs> he sounds like that throughout all of their songs. It's fucking amazing.
1: Yeah, it's huge. I honestly, <laughs> I, th- I think he sounds way better now, actually, than he did even two months ago, like, the other awesome, day, dude. the other day, we finally got together, because I, I took a little bit of time off, because my hand's all messed up, but, um, we finally got, I I finally got back in the studio with them, because they've been practicing without me, but I finally got back in there with them, and, uh, man, holy shit, like, that, I don't know, I guess being away for, like, two weeks, kind of put things into perspective, allowed me to take a step back a little bit, yeah, that helps, and, uh, like, when we got back in there, everything just clicked again, and I, I don't know, I just... Holy shit his vocals sound so good now and I'm I'm really proud to have him as frontman at this point you know? oh, Yeah that's so, awesome Yeah he's he's doing a really killer job and I know he kind of shits on himself sometimes about it but now he sounds like thing, things yeah. at first that I thought were going to be like ah, I don't know about that but like he's he's really polished it up and it's really sounding yeah, really good
0: Yeah man just got to let him go he hasn't really had a lot of time as like a frontman vocalist so like yeah. he's got a lot to work out I'm sure mm-hmm. and like he'll he'll hone his craft he'll polish it up yeah. Right now he's been, like, you know, guitarist. Yeah. Kind of a wild guitarist at that. His style is pretty fucking, like... Yeah. Yeah, I like it. It's, like, kind of wild, but... I, uh... His vocal style is, like, really, like, precise, like, really fucking... It's it's not, like, screams, but it's, like, clean, but it's, like, rough around the edges. He can, can do a little so bit good. of it all, honestly. He's, uh... Yeah
1: that's that's honestly like because when we were doing a lot of covers that's why i like to go into him for devin townsend covers because he can kind of do the same thing where he can do really good cleans or he can do really grow growls and hit ridiculous notes and stuff like that and i feel like a lot of people haven't been able to see that yet so um it's, it's
0: well in the um uh, in that one uh, battle for sunrise when he he says roots run deep he is yes yeah. And he just run, lets that go out for so long. It's like man, it's hard to like I remember hearing him do that like in person and it's like it's hard to imagine like he he actually does that for that long. Like it's yes. there's no like effects or anything. Like it's right. like a chorus or something and maybe a little bit of reverb. Yeah,
1: I, I threw a little bit of uh, effects <laughs> on like, it, but yeah, that's all him. That's not like there's no
0: pitch correction, nothing. Like he's just yeah <laughs> it's so well, crazy and, and the, the funny <laughs> thing
1: about that too because like uh obviously me and attila were doing uh we did backup vocals for that song yeah. um and uh i remember me and him were recording the backup vocals and we were both just like fuck it we're not even gonna try to do backups on that part because <laughs> neither of us could hold that shit out as long as he yeah, did.
0: that's hard yeah. he, well, <laughs> he, he did like a di- like a dip
1: on his vocals for it too it was really cool and uh you know, that's why. Like, uh if you listen to the guitars, you can hear me dive on the bridge for it mm-hmm. with the, the whammy bar to kind of help, uh, I guess, support what he was doing with his voice because it was just so unreal that yeah, he, he just did. dropped like
0: an octave lower. Yeah, Just, like for that one note. Yeah, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> like, Shit. Uh, me and
1: Attila were just like, "Fuck that, we're not even gonna touch <laughs> that." Like, it's too perfect. Believe we're it the way small. it is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're 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 not to that godly level of vocals yet, so. <laughs>
0: that's cool though it's cool when you have those experiences like in like while you're recording like shit Yeah, i I think (laughs) i think at that that point we were
1: all like oh shit like he's he's not messing around he really wants to do you know be front man so that's cool yeah
0: have you guys thought of uh using a, a mind rage to record at all like record some live shit um i i don't i don't think as a band we've really discussed
1: doing it lately um just because there's I mean obviously they have the setup for it but it's also everything's kind of scattered everything's kind of oh yeah I've been there all over the place it's a so little cluttered I feel like it would take me a whole day to get in there and just kind of get things organized so that we can and then the next time we come back they would be all fucked up again cuz there's other bands that practice there too so things get moved around literally every time we go in there and that's why I don't want to leave my shit there because they've offered, you know, the, uh, Lou, the guy that runs it, he's offered us to like leave our gear there. So we don't have to transport it every time. But it's like, I don't need somebody fucking with my dials on my amp and shit. So, yeah. yeah but nah. I mean, I, I thought about shooting like maybe, um, like a live music video there. Cause I think that would be kind of cool. It's like a cool environment. Yeah. It's cool lights and stuff. That's but...
0: kind of what I was thinking about. And yeah. like, I was like imagining you guys, cause I've been, I've seen you guys practice it mind rage mm-hmm. and, um, you know i thought like it'd be cool to have a video to like show people oh yeah yeah and you know, I, be, I haven't really dope.
1: discussed it with them yet but it is definitely something i think i want to do because I, I know we want to do a music video for mm-hmm. one of the songs on the ep um we haven't 100 percent decided uh what we want to do for the music video but i i thought you know at the very least we could do something a little more simpler where we're just jamming in the studio because i mean even gojira's done shit like that you know they have that shooting star video where they're just jamming in the studio so um i mean Pantera's done similar stuff too so like fuck it why not you know mm-hmm.
0: yeah i mean like uh that pantera video i bring up all the time yeah the uh what what is it um Mouth, mouth for war. Yeah, mouth for war. Yeah, that video. It's just like strobe lights and black and white yeah. filters. I mean, you can like... even
1: see the shadows of the blinds. Yeah, you don't see the blinds, but you see the shadows. They could have the shot blinds. that in a living room.
0: Like <laughs> yeah. it, you could literally shoot it in the no same idea. room we're in right now and probably get away with it. Yeah, and like that—that's a powerful music video. Yeah, you watch it and you're like, "God damn!" Like this is just as intense as the music I'm watching. Yeah, like you can't tell what's in the background. It's, it's, it's all in black, black and, and white. white. Yeah. yeah. Cool as fuck. Perfect. They have, like can... big ass words flash up on the screen when he screams them. You know, yep. just like simple graphics. Like you could easily make music videos like that that are totally watchable. I'd watch that music video again, and they probably paid twenty bucks to get that done. Yeah, like <laughs> it doesn't
1: cost anybody anything to make a video. Twenty like bucks that. in
0: the eighties. Oh yeah, it's probably like two hundred bucks now. <laughs> so if we can we can probably do it ourselves and not pay anybody. Yeah, you already have GoPros and shit. Yeah, he's mine. I don't yep. care. <laughs> yeah i mean I, I bought
1: the the black backdrops over there for like shooting promos and stuff so like we could easily probably get away with it
0: yeah you gotta help me shoot a commercial for this
1: i'm down yeah just say say when
0: yeah i gotta do like some sort of video to like thank everybody who's been listening to this shit because damn there's a lot of people oh yeah it's, uh it's growing like not like a crazy rate like it's not like i won the lottery or nothing but you know it's like I got, like, over 100 clicks on my last episode. Yeah. it's like, geez. No, I'm proud.
1: Like 100 pr- people
0: I'm, clicked on this for some reason. I'm proud of the <laughs> progress
1: you made. Like, uh, what, this is episode 18 now, so it's like we're, we're getting yeah, there. Number 18. So you you did exactly what I wanted to do, which is go to that school and start doing shit with it, you know? And...
0: Yeah, that school is, it's okay. If you really want to do <laughs> studio work, it, it'll teach you a lot about studio work. Yeah, the the other programs like they'll run you through some crash courses in broadcasting and you know like um, live sound, but they're kind of you know crash courses. Yeah, like as far as far as live sound, like I I went to that school to do live sound, and um, when I or actually I went in to get a little better at recording because I wanted to help out Arcanaut. Yeah, and like get some recording knowledge down, and then um, like you know the money is in live sound though yeah unless definitely. unless you're sitting down and putting putting your years into a studio and going through the internship and the the apprenticeship and getting going through all the ranks and all that in a studio unless you're doing that like the money's in live sound yeah you go you can work for like you know twenty thirty bucks an hour doing gigs and stuff. It's kind of unpredictable though, but um <clears throat> their live sound course is pretty minimal. they don't teach you a lot about it they teach you how to hook up like a club pa and they teach you how some of the gear works like wireless antennas they teach you like wireless system a little bit and then they uh i don't they teach you how like amp work the amps work and crossovers and stuff but you know it's pretty uh it's pretty basic as far as live sound goes if you wanted to get into that i would just Start hitting up sound guys at bars and stuff. No, honestly, like (laughs) hit up places that do live music and just ask for internship opportunities. Just go help out. Get your fucking 50 bucks for the day or the night or whatever. Help out and run some cables. Learn how all that shit plugs in. Learn how the buttons work on the system. You don't have to go to a fucking $30,000 school to learn how to run live sound. You don't. Yeah. And, like, I I wish Any, I would have jumped... Anybody can plug shit in. You yeah, know? <laughs> exactly. Like, I wish I would have jumped into the industry before I went to the school.
1: I actually wish you were around when... Um, when um Early on in Arknot, we were playing a lot of shows at Club Red, and uh they had this sound guy there named Jesse. And there was another guy, I can't seem to remember his name, but Jesse ended up going off and doing sound work for a band on tour and stuff, and he eventually left Club Red, and I think... Did Jesse... Or some, did uh, some he other also work in...
0: at... The Mesa Art Center.
1: He might have. He he knew his stuff. Like he was he was really. If into it's the it.
0: same Jesse I'm thinking of, then then I work with him a lot. That dude actually. is he is he a ginger? He's got like a beard. Nope.
1: Oh that that's, no, he's yeah. not
0: ginger. He's a different Jesse then.
1: Oh yeah, it's probably somebody else because yeah this this dude was cool as hell. And I remember um, when I was really getting into like recording and mastering and all that stuff. Uh, I actually talked to him about potentially doing an internship at uh, Club Red. Actually, that never happened because you know I was too busy with the band and stuff, but. Yeah, that would that would have been good for you? It would have been in getting on the ground floor over at Club Red when oh, yeah. that was going.
0: I, w- I wish I would have thought of that, but um, you know, I was all I was all fucking reared up, ready to go. Had my GI <laughs> Bill. I was like, yeah. oh, I got an idea. I have I have the money. I have the G- my GI Bill and my scholarship. I can I can jump into school and learn a bunch of shit really quick and like I did, but like I'm I'm probably never gonna work in a studio. Like that sounds like a nightmare. Are you saying to me, like I hate dude. studio work? Like, dude, it sounds that. like a nightmare. Like yeah. you're you're sitting there and like someone's singing like shit in the booth and like you have to <laughs> fucking, you know, you have to mix it with the music and you have to get all the tracks and you know, <clears throat> you can't say anything. You just have to like look on the quality of the recording. Yeah. Did you record it the cleanest way possible? And if the producer doesn't like it, you have to fix it. And it's like they they get what you you're the guy who solves all the problems. That's that's what I don't like about it is like you're they're only there to talk to you like when shit's going wrong. Otherwise, like you're the machine and you better work right. You better get those fucking recordings done. That's your job. Yeah. You know, and it's like that kind of environment would like I would just be too anxious in live sound. It's like it's more like we got a time limit and like things have to work by this time. And, like, you know, if this thing isn't working by this time, well, the show's going to fucking start. Yeah. And we got to make it work. Like,
1: Well, and, and at that, I feel like at that point, it's no longer about the performance of the person either. It's more of just, like, is everything
0: balanced? Does everything sound good? Can oh, yeah. You, yeah. Like, and regardless like, of their performance. If the performance sucks, like, the responsibility isn't on you as a sound guy. Yeah. It's like, they'll they'll even come yelling at you, dude. They'll come, like, hey, we can't, like, hear this. Like, well, you... They're not singing into the microphone, so yeah, not my problem. <laughs> like, if your shit works, like it works. Now, if it doesn't work, they'll yell at you. But yeah, you know that's it's better than the recording. You can't polish a turd. You're not recording the live <laughs> performance. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're yeah. doing the live performance, and it goes how it goes. Like it's yeah. done. And like I I don't know that kind of pressure is easier for me to handle than the kind of pressure where it's like this is being recorded forever. <laughs> you better make it right. It better sound like, good. I don't like this little tiny part. Can you tweak this? No, tweak it different. Nope, tweak it different. Like, yeah. <laughs> like no, thank you. I don't want to do that shit. I'm, I'm
1: definitely feeling the, the back Let's end hear. of that one because like when we were doing the EP, it was the same way. I was like, can you tweak this? Can you tweak that? And you know, I'm just. I'm kind of over You're it. Like,
0: what do you mean by tweak? What is tweak? What is that? Yeah, is that what a it, drug? what, do you... like, what? <laughs> like,
1: what exactly fuck. do you mean? What is it exactly you want to hear? What do you I want, want it me to do? To sound more purple. Yeah. Like,
0: <laughs> I want it to sound more purple. <laughs> like, oh God. Uh, with live sound, it's like you know, you like, hey, I plugged it in. It's like I can change the chord. Like, we we could try to like, I I know what's wrong usually when something's not going yeah, right. Yeah. I can be like. Okay, it could be one of two or three things. Yep. Like, I can fix that shit, and I can get the sound out. If they say, like, oh, you know, that doesn't sound very good. It's like, well, maybe your dude should play better. Like, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Like, yeah. I'm here to make the sound come out of the speakers. No like, no amount of
1: volume yeah. balancing is going to fix well, your I've, performance. I, you
0: know, you can do as much as you want with, like, frequencies bouncing around the room. You yeah. can tell when something sounds like shit. You can tell when there's too much bass. just sounds like your eardrums are vibrating. Yeah. And it's like, okay, this doesn't sound right. Like, all right, turn the bass down a little here. Like or
1: <laughs> you yeah, so you guys still do EQ and stuff, right? Yeah, you EQ it. EQ. Yeah,
0: you you EQ it mostly for uh for feedback mm-hmm. and then for anything that's like I don't know, some frequencies get really harsh in certain venues. Yeah. Like certain things bounce off the of walls weird. And like having a sound guy who knows the venue, he already mm-hmm. knows what frequencies are gonna sound bad. Yeah. Like and then the bass is probably the biggest reason you'd eq mm-hmm. put a low fucking high pass on almost everything
1: <laughs> well this, so does the 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 size of the venue and the amount of people in the venue does oh, yeah, that drastically dude, that all change things too the, the
0: the amount of people isn't as important as the temperature when there's a lot of people in there the temperature goes up yeah and so the speed of sound is at a certain rate um at 70 degrees it's, See, I didn't even, measured, I didn't even yeah. know
1: temperature had anything to do with sound well, waves. Well, it's
0: measured at 70 degrees Celsius because that's, like, normal room temp. Yeah. Like, so if you hear, like, sound travels at, you know, 11,030 feet per second, like, that's at 70 degrees. At 90 degrees, it's more like, you know, 1,200 or 1,300 per second. Like, wow. it's closer to that. It moves a lot faster in hot, like, environments. I had no idea. So when you're calculating, like, you know, slapback on the reverb and like a cl- venue like club red mm-hmm. at a metal show, yeah. the temperature is going to go up. Oh, so yeah. like they might have to adjust the settings. Although I doubt metal show, like sound guys at metal shows really touch it up that much. You know, if it was like a lot of people in a a show that was like cleaner, less distortion, mm-hmm. maybe like a jazz show or something where there might be a lot of people with some high energy, but it's like supposed to be clean notes and you don't want reverb destroying it. And I don't know. You might want to mess with like the the delay on the on the stacked array that's hung above the yeah. people or whatever. You have to mess with the delay on the milliseconds that it delays. Or oh, else it's gonna sound stuff, like it's yeah. phasing. It's gonna give you a weird <laughs> phaser sound and I don't know. I think
1: to my knowledge, uh especially at Club Red, those guys they would just, you know, you know, set the faders and let it go, and then they would just sit there and hit their vape while we're playing and not yeah, adjust dude, anything. You know, with
0: metal, you can't hear it. Yeah, like the that weird phaser, like you, you're not going to hear it, dude. There's yeah. so much going on. There's so mm-hmm. much loud. Like people are screaming. There's like loud guitars and the vocalist is. He, you're not going to hear a phaser on the vocals. That's for sure. Like, <laughs> it's probably a like three chorus effects and a reverb on it anyways. <laughs> like, so, Jeez. you know, it's like most metal has so much effects. You're not going to, you're not going to catch any of that, that distortion in the room, but like cleaner shows you would, but yeah, temperature effects sound for sure.
1: Yeah. I had no idea. That's crazy. Uh,
0: in colder places, it moves slower, like a thousand feet per second. Wow. You know, you'd calculate your delay differently, but yeah, I learned all about that in Crass a little bit about that i should say and then like when i was hanging out at the uh, orpheum theater for my internship um my uh my cousin dylan was helping me out with that he was like teaching me how like all the line arrays and he's running me through the smart program where you have like a reference mic in the center of the venue and like it'll calibrate it and like tell you like within how many decibels your speakers are, are calculated or like calibrated and you can tell whether you have to like recalibrate a speaker or just toss it or, like get a new one or like Jesus. it'll it'll dude it's it's that is so, so much more
1: like scientific than i thought it, it would so be. so
0: crazy like there's so, there so many programs that'll like kind of auto set your room yeah but like you should still know what you're looking at you can't just push go you know <laughs> you have to know like what does this mean like what am i doing here because like i saw one time a mexican show came through and uh this dude was like do you have smart and Dylan's like, yeah. He's kind of like surprised, like, uh, yeah. It's like, okay, cool. That's all I need. <laughs> Dylan's like, um, okay. <laughs> okay. Sure. <laughs> like, that's not what a sound guy would say, but all right. Jesus. And, you know, when the show has their own sound guy, you just kind of yeah. like, you show him the ropes. Like, here's our house. Here's the venue. Here's the inputs. Here's our board. Like, here's where your mains are going to be. Here's how you switch. What you're going to look at. And then they're like, okay, cool. Like, here's a good, how yep. to get to your EQ. And then that's pretty much all the sound guy needs. Like, if they're on tour, they just need the EQ and, like, yeah, pretty much it. Like, how to do the ins and outs. And, uh, yeah, most boards are pretty similar.
1: Yeah, I'm sure they've probably got it, um, streamlined at this point where most of the sound boards are pretty similar.
0: Well, I shouldn't say they're similar, but most of the professional sound boards, they, are set up to, like, you know, accommodate a touring.
1: Yeah. I'm you know, sure they have a lot acts, of the same, so like, uh, they have the features same and concepts. stuff. Yeah, they're just probably approached a little differently.
0: Yeah, you just need to know where your inputs are, where your outputs are going, and then how to get to the EQ so you can kill any reverb or any uh feedback. And then after that, it's like, you can pretty much just sit there and, like, wait for any problems to happen.
1: Well, I'm I'm sure that uh, like a touring sound person, they probably have experience in multiple brands and types of soundboards. For that reason, yeah,
0: it's funny. Uh, the guy at Crass, Keith, which I just learned they fired him. Damn, crazy shit. Like I heard from one of the union people in the theater. They're like, "Hey, uh, you and Jesse were talking about Crass. Jesse's a Crass graduate too. But um, he's like, hey, you guys were uh, talking about Crass.' Um." Uh, Peter, the theater instructor over there, he was telling me they, they fired Keith. Just like out of the blue. We're like, what? Jeez, about time. <laughs> <laughs> the guy was like old, old school audio tech, like all analog kind of. Oh, man. So when he taught digital stuff, it was like really hard to listen to. Yeah. He, he barely knew it.
1: He probably didn't care either. Not much. If he's no. an analog guy, he's probably like, fuck this digital he's shit. He's like deaf
0: in his left ear. Yeah. Because. I guess one of the students blasted him one day. Oh shit! Like Actually, just permanently just messed up his, his ear. ear at school. What a what a horrible fate! <laughs> but, <laughs> right, your job is in an like, audio, and oh. you're you're down one and ear. A student blasts your left side, <laughs> like while you're standing next to a speaker trying to like mess <laughs> with so like, right, it. They turn it on. Not,
1: we're not going to certify this
0: kid. Oh, here's the problem. <laughs> Unmute. <laughs> <laughs> Brr, yeah. boom. Oh man. Yeah, that had to hurt bad, but um, he was like really rough as far as like his humor. Yeah, had, like the old school L- old humor, old dry, you Well know? dry humor. But like you know, you know, if you do this, you're a fucking idiot. Uh. You know, it's, it's like he, his language is just out there too. It's like, god damn, this guy's an instructor. Like, holy shit, this day and age, Jesus. Like, I could see him being an instructor like ten, twenty years ago, but damn probably offended somebody and got fired for it that's absolutely what happened <laughs> i don't know the details but i'm damn sure that's what happened yeah like he more likely somebody got offended right. and
1: fucking reported him
0: yeah whatever but um yeah that guy uh he just blew my mind that he was like deaf and still working as an audio guy yeah like ah, i don't know i forgot where i was going with keith but <laughs> where were we on before i started talking about keith like we were on a story. The
1: temperatures, of sound waves mm. and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I, I forgot why I brought Keith up, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that guy's a trip for sure. Jesse can tell you all sorts of stories about him. It's funny. Jesse told me that he's he. I want him on the podcast someday. got to get him on here, but uh, he was telling me he's uh he's doing live sound for a long time. Like, like, you know, he never really went to college. He just jumped into the live sound game. Yeah. Like around the local scenes and stuff. And uh I think he did sound for like the marquee for a little bit, you know, he did a lot of local scenes, a lot of metal and punk shows. And um he uh he said he already already had a whole bunch of experience before he went to Crass. So he dropped like, you know, twenty thousand dollars to go to Crass. Or I think he said it was like sixteen thousand when yeah. he went, like the tuition was like sixteen. Oh a little cheaper. Yeah. Because it was like ten years ago. Yeah. And um he said when he went, he was like blown away by how simple it was. I was what? Like damn. Like I've been in the live sound industry and like this is like fucking baby shit. Like <laughs> the way he talks about it, it's funny. But <laughs> it's like, like
1: a, I kind of wondered about the integrity of like craft cuz uh It's not a it's, it's not, a not about short the in- course. Like it's what 9 months and they <sighs> they certify you in like 15 different things and
0: certify is a a very uh that's a loose word there. Man.
1: Yeah, apparently so. Because, like, how do you certify somebody in 15 different things in nine months? Do you want to like get one...
0: certified level three on Dante? Do you know networking? <laughs> Go Uh-oh. to Dante.com and uh, type in certification. Level one course, you can pass that in less than an hour. So you're level one Dante certified. Okay, level two. If you know anything about networking or Ethernet cables or how any of the IP numbers work or anything. You can get level two certified in about two hours. Like, this this is certification for one program, Dante. You know, it's like... Well, damn, I'm level two certified in Dante. (laughs) You can be within a couple hours, man. Like, Like, you can go on the websites and get certified. They just point you in the right direction for these certifications. Now, as far as, like, Pro Tools certification and Logic certification, there needs to be actual proctors that, like... They have to be certified to give you that level because there's a test. They have to run you through a test, and if you get so many points off, you don't get the certification. You have to retake it. But um, there are certain ones like that, like for Pro Tools and um, Logic. Uh, There's other bigger programs that have tests for them.
1: I wonder if I'm certified in any of those things, just from what I already know, without having to take a course.
0: Well, you have to take the course. That's the certification.
1: Oh, I thought it was just, like, the test itself. Like, I wonder if I could pass the test. Well, you could, I mean, off-hand. you could just
0: skip all the text and go right to the test. I mean, it's an on- <laughs> they're, they're all online courses, oh. except for, like, the main DAWs that they're, like, you know, you got to, like, you know, where they run you through a test. Like, oh, clip this audio right here and then reshape it to here. Like, rename the File to this. That's all it is. Make eight audio tracks and name them. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Well, they give you a piece of paper with instructions, and then it's a time limit. Damn. The time limits are quick. Do not like mistake that. They are fast. <laughs> like you have to know what you're doing. Like you have to. Yeah. You, can, you work. can't
1: just sit there and like find it. You have to yeah, know you have where to, it is You have to fucking work. You have yeah. to
0: fucking know. Like step one, step two, step three. Like you have to fucking do it. But um, the Pro Tools ones were tough. I think I got, I got. Level 2 certified, but, I mean, that doesn't mean much. That's like setting up a session is Level 2 certified. I know how to create tracks and name them and color them, and I can set up the the time code to be the right format, and I can set up, like, you know, the sample rate in the correct way. I know how to do that through the menu. Okay, that's Level 2 certified. (laughs) Like, I can set up a session for the head audio guy to come in and, like, sit down and be like, it's ready to go. Right. You know, I'm capable of doing that. But... Like, actually running the session and using the hotkeys and clipping stuff and, like, you know, putting a fade here, crossfade there, you know, like, that would take me a little while. I'd have to spend some time getting used to that. Yeah. It's another language, you know. No, it definitely is. But I don't know. I saw you using Guitar Pro. You're pretty much at that level of guitar. You're you're like level oh, four certified guitar pro user. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I feel like I could teach an entire class on guitar you pro. You should
0: hit up guitar pro. See if you can get a, a sponsorship or something. Seriously, yeah. like you that you use it to write everything you do. So well, and like... they,
1: they, they keep pumping out new versions too. Like, nah, I think they're on guitar pro seven. I'm still using five and six just because I like the way those flow better. But seven's actually, I actually uh, did a demo for seven and I actually liked it a lot. But I just, I didn't want to pay to keep it. So Well,
0: the fact that you know these things, like, Guitar Pro should recognize that and, like, yeah. use you as an advertiser. Cause you, that'd be cool. You could do it. If they sent you a free version, I'm sure you would get a few people to buy it.
1: I, I'll do a fucking product review of it. I don't care. Like, I'll, I'll do it. Because I did that for my YouTube channel on, like, a guitar, and I got, like, 17,000 views on it or something like that. I'm sure if I did one for Guitar Pro, it'd probably do the same.
0: Hell, yeah. That'd be cool, man. Yeah, That'd be sick. Do a run-through on Guitar Pro, how you use it specifically as an yeah. artist. Like yeah. It would be cool if it was more like a unique thing more than a tutorial. Like this yeah. is how I use it and mm-hmm. like, you know, and then like you can give a demonstration about how fast your workflow is. Like here's my workflow, here's what I know cuz it seems I like use. every
1: time I, I I tab something out in Guitar Pro in front of other people they're like Jesus Christ, you're quick at this fucking thing. Dude, it's thing. impressive.
0: I've seen you do it and it's impressive. I saw you tab drums in Guitar Pro. Yeah. I was like, dude, like I know it's just like hit 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 but it's like you you know which hits which numbers mean which hits and you're just yeah i've memorized all the code for <laughs> <Yeah>. it <laughs> it's, it's it's fun to watch actually but yeah it, yeah i'm sure that would make a good video guitar pro would be all into that i'm sure i'm trying to get There's gotta be someone who'd be interested in it <laughs> yeah
1: i'm trying to get Attila on that level too because i think it'd be really cool to have him writing his own drum parts in guitar yeah. pro and then he could send them to me and then i can like maybe write some riffs to it or something like that you know and I think it could be extremely beneficial to him. I wonder to if it'd
0: almost be easier to like have him write just with a MIDI kit. You know, like that would be cool. Like, I don't well, know. That, that was
1: half the reason why I wanted to do the electric kit, because um I can actually have the kit run the electric kit run into my computer and it'll actually tab his hits out. For yeah. Him. That's that's and what I, I, mean. I think that would be a really cool way. Cause then he can like he's like tabbing it out without tabbing it out. He's just playing, you know?
0: Yeah, and like it would be cool to have like a just a Keypad next to him, a controller for record and stop. Yep, and something that he could just record like four clips in a row. Like, record this, play yeah. out a beat, stop, and record this, play out a different beat, and stop. Like, he needs a notepad, like a yeah. audio or a MIDI notepad, almost. You know, all he would really need That'd is cool as fuck, dude. Um,
1: because Reaper does it. So what you could do, um, it, he's got a laptop with Guitar Pro on it now. So if if we got oh, him cool. like a small interface that had a MIDI input on it you can run the midi from the drums to the laptop or to the interface and then he can record his midi into reaper and then export that midi file and import it into guitar pro and it'll automatically tab everything out for him oh okay so that's one way he could do it it's just a matter of getting him to
0: understand you just set to the all to different numbers or whatever yeah okay
1: cuz so like the 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 electric kit right here it's got um you can assign a number to it Oh yeah, sure. So you can assign the numbers to the correct numbers in Guitar Pro and it'll automatically just tab that all out with the correct number. Yeah, it's corresponding... just
0: the MIDI key. Kick is one, I'm sure, snare is two or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. They they all
1: have their own number to them. But yeah, it's 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 actually really easy and I didn't realize how in depth it went until I got this kit and then I started playing around with it and then I started tabbing stuff out. Oh yeah, and dude. That's I actually wrote a drum beat for Planetos using the electric kit and then Attila went with it, so it's like cool, that was this kind of a cool way that like I, I wrote a drum beat for Planetos and he used yeah. it, you know, but by using the electric kit and tabbing it out that way. Cause there's times where like I'll I can I can play a drum beat better than I can tab it for some reason. Like sometimes tabbing can be a little limited as yeah, far makes as creativity sense. goes. So sometimes you just need a flow on a kit to come out with the thing that you're trying to get out of your head kind of yeah. thing. And that's that's how that happened and yeah, that's that's half the reason why I wanted the kit so that I can do that a little bit more.
0: Yeah, that's cool, man. I'm I was excited when you you said you're uh, uh, dropping money on an actual electric kit. Like I, I'm, I'm curious to see like uh you know how how easily that makes you flow with your your drum beats or if it, if it helps Attila write as well. You know, I want to see what Attila can add. Like, I think it he's, will. Um... He's impressive to me. Yeah. Like his his skill is far beyond what he says it is.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, he, he 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 tends to shit on himself, but um He he he's, can improvise he's an amazing drummer, he, yeah. He can improvise really well. Like
0: yeah. he just picks things up and like he can add to them and like morph them and he just makes it flow really well. Even when he messes up. Yeah. It's like he just keeps going. Like you'll see him like shake his head, but it's like, yeah. what? Are you, what are you shaking your head for, dude? Like, yeah. what are you? Why are you? Why are you upset? The, the, there were times in like
1: Arknight where he would do that. We'd be jamming, and he'd just be like,
0: you could see him yelling at himself, pissed off. Yeah, like, he be yelling at himself or so dr-
1: running through the set or something like that. And then we're all just sitting here like, no, dude, that was fucking sick. And then we'd end up making that change as part of the song, you know. And it's He's like, pissed
0: off, like, whatever, dude. Yeah, it was like one of those happy accidents. It's like whatever, fuck off. Yeah, we'll, we'll add it. Fine yeah yeah
1: no he's 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 an amazing drummer and he just doesn't give himself enough credit for it
0: yeah it's crazy i want to see what he can do for sure there's been
1: times where i'll hand him like um you know a song obviously that i've tapped the drums for and he'll 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 roll with it he'll learn it but then he always adds his own twist to it and sometimes it ends up being completely different than what i initially wrote for it and ends up being way better you know he's done that already on this ep so um i'm really excited to see what happens for the next ep
0: yeah that's cool yeah, man, I've always wanted him to like branch out and play some other stuff too, though. You know, like it's, it's I, funny because I wanted to, I wanted to like sit down with someone else and see if he can play like some some oh, I think fucking he can. jazz or something. Because like, honestly, some crazy shit,
1: when know? when we first started jamming with Attila, like four bands ago, me and Attila start or me and Louis started playing with Attila was uh, at Sinisa. Back in like Sinisa days, yeah. <laughs> uh, Attila was kind of like um. I know he probably hates hearing it, but he was kind of like a, a poppy drummer almost. He was, he wasn't so much into like double bass, like straights and stuff like that. He was more of just Black like really, roll. really big, <laughs> stuff. yeah. Because he's an '80s kid, like yeah. I, you know, like he likes all the '80s music, like I do, and so he was really into the bigger, like grander, like '80s hair metal, like poppier, yeah, drums type ty- style, you know. So um, we had to we had to break him in a little bit, but yeah, I, th- I think he could definitely pull back and do something like that
0: yeah that'd be cool because i noticed uh fabio was making a post on facebook i saw that. wanted to jam with some people yeah and i immediately thought of attila i was like well if you need a drummer
1: yeah
0: like, <laughs> attila's the dude like he would he would be fun to play with because I, I feel like that guy like he can just roll off anything you know mm-hmm. he can just play with anything it's, it's just really cool to me but I i don't know maybe that's just coming from somebody who can't imagine playing drums like, I don't get it. <laughs> I can't I can't do it. Like I've sat in front of a drum kit and I've like I've tried to like imitate a drum beat. I'm oh, like man. I don't know what the fuck is. I gotta going. move like, all
1: four limbs uh, in
0: sync to do something. It's like I like I like playing with keyboards. Yeah. I can see all the buttons. Like <laughs> they're, yep. they're right there in a row. Like <laughs> drum kits are alien to me. I don't get it. It's impressive when I see someone like just going all crazy, like, all out on a drum kit. It's like, God damn. It's like, same with, like, uh, instruments with an excessive amount of buttons, like mm-hmm. woodwinds, saxophones, clarinets, yeah. oboes, things like that. It's like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. I guess technically, all, I don't know, All the button, are the buttons in the, in order? I don't think they are on woodwinds, are they? No. They're so not like, I, I used, you have to, to, learn I used the... to play
1: clarinet and there you'd be like going down the clarinet and then all of a sudden you got to hit a button back here on the backside. Yeah. Like for a bigger, another note, a bigger hole or you got to hit, hit this weird thing on the side to get this note down flat, here. Yeah. to get a flat or a sharp. Yeah, just, you have to hit the pinky. Shit.
0: Yeah. I remember I played saxophone when I was like in third and fourth grade. Yeah. Which is a long time ago, but I'm like, man, saxophones are cool. I wouldn't mind picking one up again, but man, woodwinds, they just sound so confusing. I have, I have trouble with the piano. Are oh, you got to take a break? All right, hold on. All right, so we're back. We're back. Always gotta have a pee break. There's almost every single episode. There's one. Whatever.
1: Especially when you're drinking beer.
0: Like every episode. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyways, um, I I just like talking about Saitara. But um, is there any bands that that you're you're paying attention to that are doing some cool stuff? um i mean are you talking about locally or just in general uh in general man like give me give me uh some national acts you like you really like like what, i what's mean honestly,
1: I, I don't think it's any secret that i'm pretty much obsessed with gojira and everything that they do uh because they do a lot of cool like outside uh fundraisers and stuff like that to raise money for you know like uh i don't know if you've seen the C- the sea C- shepherd shit that they do for um raising money for like sea life and whales and stuff like that are getting killed off. And
0: I know that they're into the whole, like, uh, like oceanic, like, you know, yeah. um, reservation type of, type of movement. Like, I know that they're into that. I'm not super into Gojura myself, yeah. but, um, like that, that's cool. I, I like it when, when artists like use their resources for more than, than cause, cause like, I know if you make, you know, a million dollars putting out an album, you're not making, you're not spending a million dollars to put the next album out. Yeah. You know, but it's interesting to see what people do with that money. And it's crazy, like, when, when artists, like, do, like, world-changing kind of, you know, fundraisers like that. Well, and, and, Gojira is definitely one of those bands that does, like, crazy, like, they're, world-changing yeah, they're, shit. Yeah,
1: they are really well-known for uh, doing shit outside of just music. I think oh, more yeah. so than a lot of other bands. Like, even when the Amazon was basically burning to the ground. Their whole album, Fortitude, was basically surrounding them raising money for that called the Amazonia Project or something like that. And it was to raise money to help, like, fix everything that's going on over there, you know? They're they're really Just involved. Helped. Yeah, they're really involved in, like, world issues and shit like that, shit that really matters and things yeah. that we tend to forget about.
0: I really hope that money went to a good, uh, good source, though. Or good, I, I think uh... it did.
1: I mean, they even had Metallica, and I forgot what other band was, but there was a lot of bands that were, like, donating their, their gear to sell to raise money for, so, for shit like that, you know? Well, so, I mean,
0: hype doesn't mean a good cause.
1: No, it doesn't. <laughs> I mean, for, for all we know, they
0: pocketed all that shit, you know, but... Well, the, I mean, the artists didn't. Somebody might have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it wasn't the artists. The artists are the ones that usually get duped. They're usually the ones that get roped into it and they use like the artist's hype to make a bunch of money (laughs) and they book it. You remember the Fire Festival thing? The Fire Festival? Oh God. Some dude put ah, I forgot who it is. He was involved with some some like big company, but he um he put on this fucking music festival. It was supposed to be like equivalent to like Coachella. It's it was called Fire Festival, F-Y-R-E. And he sold all of these tickets and all of these VIP packages for, like, like catering and, like, hotels and, and all, like, crazy packages for, like, thousands and thousands of dollars. And then when it came down to it, the whole fucking festival was a sham. And, like, people went and the living arrangements for, like, these VIP packages were, like, fucking tense. They are like, just garbage like it was horrible <laughs> like the the catering was like fucking ham and cheese sandwiches like shit what? like that like yeah it was like horrible like oh straight Jesus. up like hor like disrespectful like just a bad like thousands of dollars for this like what <laughs> like it was just it, it was a scam it was just, the yeah. whole thing was a scam and uh I just remember following that story and thinking, like, it was hilarious because I would never pay thousands of dollars for a music festival to begin with. Yeah. Like, that's a scam in itself. Like, putting on a music festival is, is cool and all, but, like, a ticket will never cost it thousands of dollars. Yeah. Like, you know, but... um. I don't know. That's just my views on it. You know.
1: You know. It's funny. I don't. I don't know how many people know, but uh, I actually have a distant relative. I guess he's like a great great uncle or something like that. Yeah. He's actually one of the America's most wanted, and one of the <laughs> one of the uh, the the things that he did was actually very similar. He set up some sort of like music festival. It was like a country music festival. It said Reba McIntyre and Garth Brooks and all these people, all these big country names were going to be out there. Sold a shit ton of tickets to it, and the event never even existed. I don't know how he got away with it or how much money he oh. made from it, but
0: anything before like the nineties, yeah, it was, like, it was you could do anything ago. you wanted, like yeah. before the internet, you could do whatever the fuck you wanted. Yeah. Dude. He, he like
1: convinced so many people that he had booked all these bands and shit. It's a very similar situation <laughs> and he sold a bunch of fucking tickets to a show that didn't even exist. That's fucking funny. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking nuts. It's
0: scam a whole bunch of people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't imagine. You can't imagine buying a ticket like that. <laughs> just like either showing up or even just learning about it. Like I just I wonder what? how he did
1: it. Like did he set up a booth to sell tickets? He just or went like, to what Kinko's, you... Maybe.
0: printed out a bunch of flyers. <laughs> like I can make a look a good looking flyer. <laughs> Start pasting them up and, on like the you know, on all the bulletin boards like downtown and shit. Mm-hmm. Like you could try to do it nowadays, but people would look it up online and figure out it was yeah. fake real
1: quick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The internet's kind of put a stop to stuff like that. Thank God.
0: That's why I'm surprised yeah. the fire festival thing actually like happened. Right? Like, yeah, <laughs> it blew my mind. Like you got to yeah. look that shit up later. It's all so gotta, funny. Do, all you got to
1: do is Google once, and you'll find out that it's fake. Yeah. You know, yeah. like some there's a lot of people that drop the ball on that shit. <laughs>
0: Just makes me laugh that people pay... They, like, this guy, like, made off of, like, millions of dollars. Like, I'm pretty sure got caught. And, like, he, he definitely did jail time. But he's, like... Like, the fact that he got that far, <laughs> like, makes me laugh. Like, people actually went, dude. People got there. They, like, there. showed up to the <laughs> yeah, they fucking They showed venue. up and it failed, yeah. like they're all just like where they, they figured out when they got there that's that's when they figured out it was a scam that's what makes me laugh about it the funny thing is <laughs> they probably
1: saw a lot of people show up and they're like oh hell yeah this event's actually happening and then they realize that every single one of them just got fucked out of a ticket
0: <laughs> it's all a scam that shit's funny damn but yeah man i can't imagine anything like that happening like in phoenix or anything that'd be nuts. <laughs> Man, but um, what what local bands are are getting big right now? I know that I know Amaya's doing a lot.
1: Amaya's doing a lot. I had a
0: few of those dudes on already. I need to I need to meet their drummer.
1: I'm not. I I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm kind of uh, out of touch with what's going on in the local scene lately, just because we haven't been around. Um, it's coming back yeah yeah it's it's coming back but I, I meant specifically because we haven't obviously played shows in like three years or so and yeah. we've been kind of out of touch with what's been going on but i've been i've been trying to follow up on a lot of stuff and i know Condental till dawn has made some some changes got to give a shout out to those dudes they're they're definitely close yeah. buddies of ours and they, they've they been doing some new stuff they got kyler fronting them now so uh i think it's going to be really interesting to see what they do coming up and uh I've, you know we obviously we fucking love
0: those dudes so i've still never met emilio yeah, you know, I haven't either. I
1: haven't met a, <laughs> I haven't met Emilio. I heard he's a cool dude. I haven't met Dakota yet, uh, uh, of Amaya, and like, you know, you haven't met Dakota. I have not met Dakota. What? But I, I like, he messaged me once, uh, through uh, uh, messenger on Facebook because we were all supposed to go out drinking with him at a bar or something like that, and I think Art, Attila, and Luis all went, and I didn't. I had some shit going on. Yeah, and uh, Dakota texted me. He's like i can't remember exactly what he said but he was like where the fuck are you at bud or something like that (laughs) you know uh, he's like i was looking forward to meeting you and all this shit and uh whatever it was that he said it had me fucking cracking up but it was just funny but i know him and i are gonna probably be good buddies you know we we actually have the same guitar he has the ibanez v as well so nice um yeah I, i think we were talking through another group chat at some point about that and uh yeah, I mean, all those dudes seem like really cool dudes. I haven't really met any of the Maya dudes or, um, yeah, Emilio. i like, there's so many like new faces in the scene that I haven't really got to meet yet, and I look forward to definitely doing that. And I know there's a lot of new bands that are kind of coming up that are kicking ass.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm excited to see where uh, where Maya and Condemned go for sure. Yeah, those yeah, those dudes like they they bring a different kind of energy to the stage. You know, like, yeah. There's a lot of local bands that come up there, and like you can see them, like they, uh, it, it almost seems like they're practicing on stage sometimes.
1: <laughs> yeah, like the the show is their practice session. Yeah. yeah,
0: like you can you can tell they're trying to get in the groove almost the whole time. Mm-hmm. And like Amaya is not one of those bands. Like Condemned Till Dawn is not one of those bands. I know Arcanot was definitely not one of those bands. You guys oh, practice no. like three times oh, a week. Oh my god! It was like a goddamn you guys workout routine. Like, so much more than anyone else in the scene like it was it was obvious too like when you guys went up it was it was tight and fucking precise and everyone turned their heads like what what is this there was
1: a lot of like older bands that were that were asking us that too like how often do you guys practice because we we practice like once a week if that sometimes like twice a month and we're like fuck man we're doing three to four times a week for four or five hours at a time and but apparently that's a lot to us. It was like, no, we need another day. We need, we need four days. We need five days. We need, we need to be here for six hours at a time. And we are always trying to do it more and more and more. And for some reason, it seems like that's a challenge for a lot of bands, which is, well, it is. bizarre.
0: It is a challenge. It's not bizarre. <laughs> I mean, maybe, I don't know. It that just, is a challenge. It was
1: just so easy for us at the time. I mean, it's gotten harder over time because we're getting a little older. You know, Attila's married now and, you know, uh, Luis is engaged now. Yeah. So it's just like that we're getting older, you know, life is happening. So yeah, absolutely, um, it's definitely getting a little bit harder, but de- I mean, we're still practicing a lot. We're still practicing three to four hours at a time and two I mean, times I feel a like, week.
0: I feel like if you guys yeah. keep working on like getting your recordings down and like, uh, just keep working on the digital side of it. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you, if you get the digital side down, you can get your recordings down smooth and everything. Um, Like, like the vocals and all that, like get all, get all that, like mixed and mastered, like, like get that down in house. And like, I think that's the new, that's the new move. Yeah. Music honestly is doing everything in house, doing it yourself. Cause like, you don't, you don't need to send out something to, to get mastered in air quotes, you know, mastered like that's, that's kind of a thing that albums did. Yeah. That's what you do with an album. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's like nowadays, like you have a, you have a preset on your plugins like they're all going to be the same preset I have
1: mastering plugins like why is yeah, that a thing yeah, that,
0: well it, it's <laughs> a thing know? because it's possible yeah like, you can literally click a button and it's mastered well sort of speak it, it helps if you know what you're looking at yeah like <laughs> you gotta know what the numbers mean we were talking about that with smart earlier yeah but uh it's it it's like there's, there's so many tools out there now that like do a lot of like the precise like you don't you don't have to use your ears as yeah. much anymore. Mm-hmm. You can have the instruments look at these things. And as long as you know what the numbers mean, you can match them up to where um, it's within the range you want it to be. And then you listen to it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It doesn't it give you problems with your ears. No, you're good. Like, you know, the, the computer is doing a lot of the work nowadays. And I feel like mastering is, is almost going to go away. Like, I think so, because I mean, if you if you look at
1: it, most bands, demos and EPs sound better than almost every album recorded 10 years ago and and beyond, you know, oh yeah. like like our, our EP was self-produced and it sounds better than Kill Them All, you know, as quality wise, you know, so it's like I think audio has definitely come a long way with that until the point where like, yeah, you don't really need somebody to mix and master your shit. You don't need a record label, you know, for all this shit. You know, and it, that's why I think independent bands are becoming more of a thing.
0: Unfortunately, the platforms don't support it. Yeah, they <laughs> it hasn't really caught up yet, and that's why no. bands are not making money off of their music anymore. Even
1: still, even without a record label, yeah. you know, their most money is made from shows and merch because they haven't quite figured out how to pay bands for streams. You know, and it's it's a it's well, a hard nobody, thing to like.
0: Nobody's paying the bands for the streams. Yeah. It's like there's there's like, nobody's going to pay for, for it free, and you know that, yeah. that's it. You have to have people giving the money up in order to to have the money there mm-hmm. to make it. Like so, the people that are paying for streaming, they're paying Spotify for the service of yeah. having their platform up yep. for having all the bandwidth and all that technical shit. Like they're paying Spotify as a company, and then like the artists themselves, they're not they're. They're getting money from Spotify, like as a as a backhand. Like, oh, here you yeah. go. Here's what. Here's the profit that you made off of our platform, but it's like through a, their filter. You know what I mean? So, well, it's like... think
1: think of it this way: Has anybody ever signed a financial contract <laughs> to upload music on Spotify? Probably not. Yeah. Because they don't exist. That's why nobody's getting paid. <laughs> and that's for that's for anything. I mean,
0: yeah. When, and and you can break it down to like, what does it cost? to stream all of those songs. Mm-hmm. Like what does it cost Spotify to actually stream all of that data over the internet? What does it cost them in, in like even down to like the power they use, mm-hmm. you know, what does it cost in administrative costs and all of these things? Like all of that shit takes out of the profit of the artist. And it's like, as long as they're running the service and doing all of that for you, they're going to be taking the money for it yeah 100 percent. so it's like you know what's and i'm only saying spotify because they're the biggest one and yeah the one there's obviously the others to. out there they're the youtube of music like well, they they are the platform right now
1: we uh we tried to go about it a different way in Arcana, where we were using DistroKid to distribute our music out to all the streaming platforms and all the online stores it's and totally shit. a valid and Option. yeah and they're they're supposed to that company and like other you know distributor companies like that are supposed to uh hunt down your royalties for you and shit like that and to, um, a, point. to a point yeah but it's like you can't really do shit with stuff like spotify or our our, our iheart radio or pandora or anything like that it's hard to it's hard for them to collect on things like that obviously you can collect on selling your music through amazon and itunes and stuff like that because people are actually paying to listen to it whereas like on spotify you to listen to it you know i mean I, th- yeah. I think i think there's a subscription for spotify right that you can pay for and it yeah, like eliminates it. ads and you have more control over what you're listening to yeah I, I have it for sure yeah but i, I think i pay for spot a lot of people can listen to spotify for free obviously it comes with its own complications because i've ran into them myself but uh just because i don't want to pay for spotify <laughs> yeah
0: i don't
1: i don't use it you know i just don't
0: what do you use for music then? What do you listen to music on? Uh, well, honestly, I don't. Do you I pay have... for a streaming service?
1: I don't really listen to music lately. Okay. Um, and when I do, it's it's usually
0: in my car, and you just YouTube it or what? Like, what do you what do you use to search? So
1: in in my truck, I have an aux cord that obviously I use YouTube for. Uh, but with the the charger, I have a USB port in there, so I, I load up all my music from my computer onto a USB port and just plug it into that. So, I run my music off a USB port.
0: Oh, USB, like a flash drive? Yeah, like a flash drive. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, that's how I listen to music
1: while I'm driving. Very 2000s Um, of you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's, It's easier because, like, otherwise I have to sit there and, like, fucking... Get, you know you have to leave your phone unlocked when you're on youtube and that's fucking annoying and i'm not gonna pay youtube subscription to be able to lock my phone you know and right, like right. all that dumb shit nobody so, wants to pay youtube yeah i'm not paying youtube <laughs> a fucking dime like, youtube has you know, enough money yeah fuck those people but uh <laughs> any other time i'm listening to music it's usually at work and it's through youtube because i'm sitting at a computer you know yeah. so i i have no need really for any kind of streaming service and like Yeah, the ads get annoying, but a lot of times I'm too busy at work anyway. It's more just background noise. I'm not really paying attention to the music, you know? So if an ad comes on, I probably don't even realize it until it's like almost over and then I'm like god damn this thing this ad has been going on for five fucking minutes
0: yeah you man know? <laughs> I know they'll have like three ads in a row oh my They're god like, uh,
1: YouTube's getting bad with that shit like how
0: long how long have I been listening to the Temper beauty mattress advertisement <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is this an infomercial oh my god is this god. like an hour long <laughs> like there, there was one
1: time it was just like that I was I was fucking zoned out at work I was just you know doing whatever and then um an ad came on it was like a short one and then a short one came another one came on and then a third ad came on and it was like one of those five minute ones i was just zoning (laughs) out blah blah blah, and they were just yammering about some whatever (laughs) bullshit they were promoting and then like fucking five minutes go by and i'm like god damn what the is this thing still talking like what is going on like (laughs) fuck i thought this was just gonna be another quick ad that i can uh, like i thought it you know how like YouTube has autoplay? Yeah. I thought it like autoplayed to some other video that I wasn't interested in because of how <laughs> fucking long it was going on. And I was like, God damn it, so I look over and it sure shit it's just another damn advertisement. And you know, this is fuck. YouTube's I'm waiting bad.
0: I'm waiting to like flip to that and like the advertisement has like an hour left. Oh and it says skip ad and the buttons there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. People, it's like they put on an infomercial and a skip ad button. Yeah. Hopefully, you don't see the button. Yeah, like when I, I don't think
1: people have actually realized how long some of those advertisements are. They usually just wait for the the They're counter like to go down. Seconds, like so a skip the like, ad. But like if you, one of the skip the ad ones comes up, if you ever look at the times, a lot of those are really fucking. It's long way longer than a normal yeah. commercial. They yeah. put you
0: in like a a one minute commercial for the skip ad button. Yeah, like they do that on purpose. Uh-huh. Like it's it's all thought about. None of this shit's on accident. Yeah. It's not left up to random chance anymore. They they put it at random chance when they first started, and then they started paying attention to the choices, and they started like you know tweaking all these choices over the years. Now mm-hmm. it, it's everything is done on purpose.
1: Well, that's why you see a lot of these uh, big YouTube guys where they, because uh, the reason why YouTube does that is so they can pay a lot of their big YouTube people, you oh, know, yeah. to put ads in their videos. But then you got some of these people like Glenn Fricker where they're like, "Fuck that! Like I'm not going to ruin my channel by putting ads on it." But if I'm going to do that, you guys need to be paying for, like, my, my Patreon or whatever the fuck else that they got going on. You know, yeah. like, Glenn Fricker has, like, I think a Patreon or something where you got to pay a dollar for it just so um, he could keep his channel clear so he's allowed to use the word fuck because they try to censor him for using fuck all the time. And uh, they were they were trying to censor his, his channel to where a lot of people were not going to be able to see his videos and shit because of it. And they were like, well, if you want to keep me uncensored, you got to pay a dollar a month, basically. And uh it actually worked, so now his channel is all is is full of fucks, yeah, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like I mean, why do you think I don't even post on YouTube anymore? Yeah, I hate YouTube so much, mm-hmm. I don't post on like I only use it because I have to. that's yeah. where people upload videos, like mm-hmm. there's nowhere else really to watch current videos well, and one
1: one of the damn settings when you're uploading a video too is like, is this video like kid friendly content like no, absolutely no. fucking not. <laughs> But then they still try to censor you on it, even when you label it as such, you know, so it's like, I know, like in in this, it's hard too because you have to, you have to select one. And when I was uploading the content for Cytera, you know, it's like, well, I mean, it's, it's not not kid friendly, you know, it's just music, you know, and I don't think we say fuck or anything like that in any of our songs. I mean, maybe once. That's
0: the only word that matters. Yeah.
1: And so it's like, can you understand it? yeah <laughs> but it's like, it's so do, do, do you label it as kid friendly you know because then if you do then it, then it puts it on like a kid friendly yeah. uh platform like as far as like who your audience base is so it's like well so then i have to label it as not kid friendly uh just so we could get the right kind of viewers. but then that means anybody under the age of 18 you know like kids and you know going to high school they're not gonna be able to find our shit because of that i don't, I don't know exactly what they're they're process for that is but it's like
0: honestly if they're going to high school and they're listening to metal they probably have their age listed above 16 and <laughs> they probably do but I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm just i'm just saying it's I mean, like it
1: definitely limits the the upcoming kids like listening yeah. to our music you know because it's like fuck when i was well, that's in high tough school
0: anyways but I, I feel like the angle there would be just get their parents right their yeah, parents I mean, probably I listen guess. to metal anyways yeah
1: i mean like you said or you just falsify your age i used to do that yeah dude, youtube
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I was never 16 on youtube yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Like I, I don't care how old I was in real life on the internet. I was at least 18 mm-hmm. every single time, every time, every time it was like, <laughs> it was so stupid back then. I'm sure nowadays they like access your camera look well, at your face and like, you're a kid. Well, that's why we that's were 13
1: on fucking MySpace, you know, yeah. when you weren't supposed to be, there's an age restriction for MySpace. Oh, we yeah. were
0: 13 still rocking MySpace. Oh yeah. I had a MySpace. Yeah. Well, it was just like a checkbox. It's like, are you eighteen? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, I am. All right. Our legal diligence <laughs> is due. Like we're good. Yeah. We did our due diligence. Like we're good. Jesus. Legally free and clear. Yeah. It's not. I'm pretty sure it's not as Those, not the same anymore.
1: It's like even but like certain like pornographic websites. They even just say like, are you at least eighteen years old?
0: Click yes. That's it? That's that's, the that's all they have security. to do, dude. That's all they have yeah. to do. Legally? It's terrible. They have to put that.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, for sure.
0: And but, As they should, but... Realistically? Should they? Like, does it, that matter? No. Like, realistically, you're just gonna click yes right, and go to the site you to across anyways.
1: A, a porn website and click no? You're right, yeah. I'm not 18. Ah, oh, shit. Damn it, I can't view this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. Uh... I'm gonna have to use my imagination now back to Google Images. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the old school way. Eh?
0: <laughs> Pull out your dad's
1: Playboy. God
0: damn it. <laughs> man. Yeah, back in the day, the internet was like the wild, wild west, man.
1: I kind of miss those days.
0: <laughs> I don't. It was hard to find anything. It was
1: hard to find what you wanted to find, but it was really easy to fucking stumble across some shit you shouldn't be seeing.
0: Oh yeah. I uh I found a, a site called moid.org back in the day. It was like the cesspool of 4chan. <laughs> it was it was horrible. If you I know what 4chan is, website. think of all the worst images from 4chan and they were oh, yeah. all compiled in one image board on one website called moid.org. I don't know how I found it. Like this site this is obviously not, not around anymore because the site had images that were obviously oh, illegal. It's probably like, on the dark web. Oh man. Well, <laughs> maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. Like Fuck 4chan exists. I don't know who made this this website, but they're they're sick motherfuckers. Oh yeah. I should not have been on there. But um yeah, like I don't I don't know. Shit like that just doesn't exist anymore. It's too easy to find.
1: It's, it's a little bit harder to find.
0: Well, it's easy to find and it's easy to shut down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, who knows what the dark web has. Fucking
1: 4chan, man. This, there's still some pretty bad shit on 4chan if you dig long enough.
0: 4chan's lame. <laughs> they got really bad when when I found it. It turned into something really stupid. Like they uh it used to be like a an image board for like, you know, dire like people who are just like they kind of like the fringes of society and it's totally uncensored, Wild West kind of internet. Yeah. And uh then like people started getting like like aggressive on it they're using it as like a an outlet for their shitty lives what? and they started attacking people anybody who left any sort of vulnerability on 4chan would be attacked mercilessly and like harassed Jesus. anonymously and just it got to the point where it was like scary to even go on 4chan like, I don't even want my IP address attached to this site. Right, you'd be, like, scared that somebody would be, like, tracking Yeah, because people would just fucking track people and, like, oh, mm. hey, here's this fucking idiot. Look at their house. Here's their address and blah, blah, blah. And, like, here's what they look like. And here's all their s- embarrassing pictures they've ever posted. And, like, people were just getting, like, Jesus. Fucking, yeah, and it was just getting aggressive. Like, See, I wasn't on was there long weird. enough to see shit like that. I, I was
1: only ever on 4chan if, like, somebody sent me a link for a specific thing. Yeah. But I never, like, browsed on there well, for that, anything. That was
0: around, like... Probably 2008, 2009, like when I was in high school, it got really fucking weird. Like it got like, like I said, just like really like violent, like aggressive, like not physically violent, but like, you know, they'd be doxing people left and right, just fucking exposing their addresses and phone numbers and, you know, all their friends and family. And it's like, God damn, like this place is scary now. They would always use the line B is not your personal army. That was like the tagline but it went way too far because eventually it was, people would go on there and be like, Hey, here's my ex-girlfriend. She's a bitch. Like fuck her life up. You know, and like and people would just post B is not your personal army, get the fuck out of here. Like that was the tag, you know, this isn't fun. This is dumb. This is obviously a personal vendetta. Get out of here. Yeah. And like, right. this isn't, this isn't funny. This isn't entertaining. But then people stopped, started ignoring that. They started just saying like, you know, like, B is not your personal army. In fact, we're going to go after you. (laughs) So like anybody who would post anything, they'd be like, okay, this person's posting. Let's see if they have any weaknesses and like just go fuck them up. And like I would see that shit all the time. Like like,
1: the poster is the one getting the shit. Yeah. And it's like, I'm out of here. This isn't fun
0: anymore. This is just stupid. This is just seeing who can be the bigger asshole. Basically. I was like, it's not worth it. But I don't know. 4chan has some pretty funny memes, but. I feel like Reddit is a good filter. <laughs> Reddit has all the funniness from 4chan yeah, without all the bullshit and attacking. Yeah, I haven't had me. any
1: problems with Reddit.
0: I don't know, but it's pretty crazy, man. The internet gets, gets wild.
1: <laughs> yeah, it does.
0: I'm glad it's a, uh, at least a little regulated now. A little bit. A little bit. I don't, I don't know how far that I don't, goes. I don't cause... really
1: support the, uh, I guess the censorship that they've been using on Facebook, that's fucking a little overboard.
0: I'll say, I'll say it a million times for any platform. Censorship is evil. Like, Mm -hmm. it it, it just comes down to that. Like you got to let people decide what's right and wrong ultimately. Um, And fuck, when you start censoring people and saying like, Oh, we don't think this is right. You guys can't say this. Like, okay. Why? Like what? Like maybe somebody else should ask that question. Why? Yeah, like maybe maybe somebody else should decide they shouldn't listen to this.
1: Well, it's like it got to the point where it's like the left runs Facebook. The left runs everything. And the left <laughs> runs all the fact checking. And so if yeah. you say anything right wing at all, they're censoring the shit out of it. And they're they're fact checking it with left wing people. You know, so it's yeah. just like if if you said anything against Biden or any any anything going on over there, like they would just censor the fuck out of it. Or any any event going on in the world you know and it's just like you can't do that you know you got <laughs> whether whether it's true or not like you can't no yeah there's only good and I saw <laughs> they they started censoring people for they would like take things out of context and censor them like if they use a specific word regardless of how they used it it gets blocked it gets fucking yeah. censored it's like you're not even paying attention to the context. Well, it's an you know? AI.
0: It's a program. Yeah. So, oh, if they say this word, then uh, demonetize them.
1: But like, so somebody I know they they quoted a movie or something online. It was like a, a it was like a, a chain, a thread that was going on about people talking about certain quotes from movies and blah blah blah. And it was it was all fun and games. Nobody was like attacking anybody. But somebody used a quote from a certain movie and. It ended up using words that Facebook doesn't like, so they censored the whole fucking thing, and that person got like a 30 day ban because of it. It's like, what the fuck? They were just participating in the thread, you know. It wasn't like any harassment towards anybody or anything like that. It's just because they're not paying attention to shit like that. They're just censoring it.
0: Yeah, it's stupid. The internet's a dangerous place, man. And dangerous in the fact that like corporations will just annihilate you. If you don't agree with them,
1: <laughs> uh, I don't know. I I kind of started stepping away from social
0: media a little bit just because it's the same uh, reason I don't post on YouTube.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I the only reason why I still have a Facebook is so that I can manage the Cyterra band page and shit like that. Otherwise, I wouldn't even have a Facebook because I'm just kind of over all of it, and I I don't even like the algorithms that these social media platforms have, especially when it comes to like promoting your music and getting your dude. Posting. I've noticed something
0: like I've noticed that when if you're attached to a page and you tag the page it, it deletes it it fucking shadow bans that what post. do you mean like I try anytime I on my personal Facebook tag things beyond sound it gets fucking no views no shares no reacts nothing like nobody fucking even sees it same with my girlfriend Mars if she posts her uh, her sub stack you know digital quill press um, you know if if you look that up and and find it. It's a substack. It's there. It's got posts. She writes on it. She she does movie reviews, all this other stuff. And you know, if and if you if she posts about that on her personal Facebook and says, Hey, check out Digital Quote cool Press and tags it, tags the Facebook page and all that, like nothing. Crickets. No fucking reacts, no comments, nothing. But she posts like, Hey, check out this makeup I did today. Forty likes, fucking 10 comments, all this crazy shit. It's like what happened to that really other post? like it's not that no 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 if every, if all of her friends saw the the fact that she was promoting her project it would have gotten the same amount of likes but facebook looks at that and says you're promoting your own project no like it has to be it there's no other explanation yeah there's some because fuckery going there on is there is no fucking way Like a makeup post is getting 40 likes and her project that she's working on that she actually puts passion into. And it actually looks like she's fucking like trying to do it well. And like, there's no way that's getting zero. Yeah. Like that's impossible. Like it's, I think I've noticed similar shit happening like that too. same shit happens with my podcast. When I mention my podcast, I'll get like four or five likes when, when, like i mentioned anything else i'll get like like i'll just post a joke post or something like some stupid shit about clown makeup like or, or whatever and like it'll get like 20 likes or whatever and, like, my podcast gets nothing
1: you're, right, you're like i could use that 20 likes on my podcast well,
0: no it's not even that it's just the fact that like i know the people that are reacting to this clown post would have reacted to things beyond sound well, that's, They would much I, I wonder, rather comment on my podcast than comment on some stupid fucking joke I made. You know,
1: I don't I wonder how much of that is actually happening though, because it almost, I don't know. I feel like people just don't also like to react to what you're doing when it involves like trying to get ahead.
0: You know, I've thought about that too,
1: you know? Cause like, I, I feel like I've, I've even noticed myself do it. Like, I'll, uh, like, if I come across, like, a condemned till dawn post or something like that, I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, that's cool. Scroll. Like, why aren't I liking that? You know, but I always do. If I see Kyler, like, post something that's really badass, you know, that has nothing, maybe nothing to even do with condemned till dawn or something like that, I'll like it, you know, but it's like, why aren't I liking the music
0: post? Is that because you're a dickhead?
1: anytime like,
0: anytime i see projects that my friends are involved in i always leave a react something right, i know the it's, algorithm it's needs not, it it's I not know like, they I'm like i'm like
1: mentally intentionally like not like intentionally not liking their page or anything like that it's just I, I, what's I, the I, value I mean, of
0: clicking that button <sighs> It's, I mean, it's a lot to us. It's a lot to the people it, it who means, make the it, post. It, it
1: means more to us than people realize. Like, a hundred hearts. As, up, as the person you know? who
0: made the post, it means a lot. Yeah. As the person giving the like, it doesn't mean shit. So just give it.
1: Yeah,
0: 100%. If, if you don't want to, like, hold the button and make a different I'm, shape. I'm, I'm guilty of like, that. You can just I'm, I'm have the thumbs up. I'm extremely guilty of that. <laughs> okay. So uh, Logic decided to shit the bed on me. <laughs> it gave me an error that said, Disc too slow solid quite a mystery anyways it erased about 25 minutes of recording we were talking about how the facebook algorithm kind of fucks you over when you're trying to self-promote if you tag anything you're involved in it'll shadow ban you for that post i don't know what that means exactly but uh we were talking about the proof of it it gets pretty fucking nuts (laughs) like you post something that you're involved in and it just doesn't show your post to anybody it's weird but, um, we were talking about that and, uh, you know, we've talked about a lot of other things and, um, the podcast was about to a close and, uh, you know, I looked over and saw that error. <laughs> um, so that's 20 minutes of information you'll never hear. But I know for a fact that Dan is, this is not the only episode Dan will be on. So you'll hear him ramble about more shit. I'm I, sure.
1: I got plenty of shit to ramble on about.
0: That's good. So what's coming up with Saitera? Anything like just mention your new shit at the end of the episode, and we can get this wrapped up. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously, everybody's gonna learn about uh, the
1: song names for the new EP coming up cool. after the Planetos EP, because obviously we're playing some of those songs for the show coming up. Awesome. Um. I don't know if I should name drop that album. Oh, you, don't have, you but, don't have to. You uh, don't have to. We get we got a like a song to be looking out for for this show coming up is gonna be called Serpent's Trial. That song is oh nice. Probably the fastest, I like that one most badass song I've ever written. And I have to say
0: I know that song and that's like my favorite fucking song that you guys have written. Yeah, so I know. Uh, oh my god, we that song is fucking to, good. Uh,
1: when we were trying to decide what songs to take from the new EP to play for this show, unanimously, like everybody wanted to play Serpent's Trial. Absolutely. So. That would
0: um, that would have pissed me off if you guys didn't get that one. It's, uh, Art, Art was getting
1: pretty uh, pretty uh, passionate about that. He's like, if we, if we don't play it, like, so like I can see that it was it was getting there. He was like, no, we're 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 definitely playing that that's song. That's good. So, um, it's it's the other one that we're gonna be playing is uh, lineage. Okay, which is another that's, that's dope, Another yeah. really badass thrashy,
0: fast definitely song. one of the stronger ones for sure.
1: And then uh, depending on time, um we got to set up real quick so we can make time because we only get 30 minutes. And With this other song in there, it puts us at like 31 minutes and we don't want to be that band that like goes over our time and pisses people off. So we're going to try to set up earlier so we could fit that other song in there for that one minute.
0: Speed run. Yeah, so, uh,
1: (laughs) but that one's going to be called Void and we're really, really, really looking forward to playing that song live because it's a beautiful song.
0: if anyone's actually really a diehard fan of Arcanaut, they might know Void. They might. They might know uh,
1: some of Lineage. You've played Lineage at
0: my house show. Yeah. I don't think you've played. You might have played on stage once that might have been in Texas or California. Yeah. I, I don't here. know if you definitely didn't play those here. At all. No, we didn't. So on purpose. If, if anyone yeah, I I know on purpose against my judgment <laughs> but you know, I'm always advocating to play the newest fucking songs. Just go. Yeah. But um, that's my theory. But uh, like yeah, if you if you guys haven't if you guys never caught the end, the tail end of Cytera or, or the tail end of Arcanot, mm-hmm. um Cytara is going to pick it back up and fucking be twice as good. Fuck yeah, we are. Like and it's, we're looking forward holy to Holy shit. Like the 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 songs they're going to play at this this show are going to be fucking good.
1: Basically, anybody who was around and were diehard fans of Arcanot that uh saw the musical change in the style of songs that we were writing. Oh yeah. We are continuing that progression into Cytera. And all the heaviest, most intense writing that we Hell, have yeah. going on is coming for cyterra, So
0: awesome. Um, we're, we're really excited to get this shit going. Sweet. I want to hear it for sure. All right, man. Well, it was great talking to you. Um, if you guys want to keep up with Cytera, go give him a follow and all that. Um, if the algorithm will allow you. Yeah. If the algorithm <laughs> allows, if the Facebook gods allow you to follow Saitera, please do. Um, Well, it was great talking with you, man. You as well. Can't wait till next time. Hell yeah.